Hey guys, <laughs> it's me, S Titties. Hi, and I'm Mondo. And this, and this is, is the, the Salty Rim. Rim. Oh my god. What's poppin', y'all? It's me, S Titties. And it's me, Mondo. And we're back for another episode of the Salty Rim. Episode. Not live. Yeah, we're not live. We tried it. <laughs> It was fun. It was cute. Yeah, it was cute. It was over. It is as traumatized. I was People were yelling. Listen, the thing that I hate the most when it comes to microphone work (laughs) is volume. Like, if you don't, if you can't gauge how loud you're being when there's a microphone present, it's just, it's like camera, it's like on camera class 101. Like, you have to know how far away you have to be from the mic, how loud you got to be. It's theater, it's acting experience. It's a, I didn't it's, go to theater as titties. Oh I didn't go to AMDA. Girl, like you. you live in Hollywood, bitch. I know. And we don't talk about AMDA. Oh my uh, god. I just want to be close to the mic. I want to have the mic, like, I want to be deep-throating it. Oh, I know. The first episode we did, y'all, he was like, <laughs> literally on the mic he's like no I want my own mic so he even he had a microphone just so he could talk into even though it wasn't plugged into the computer like he just wanted the experience of having a microphone but I've come a long way yes. we've come a long way I'm very proud episode of episode what 11? this is episode 8 darling oh. my favorite number 8 inches 8 inches? <laughs> yeah bitch 8 <laughs> why is 8 inches the perfect number? I think 8 inches just feels good no matter the width or, or how thin it is oh no girl girth is uh, no, if see, you don't got this girth, bitch, honey, uh-uh. this bitch likes to get stretched out. Not ah! the story. I like it's titty. No, I like the journey down deep, down under. You know, I like the the journey. She likes from, to get poked. I no. I feel like if you were to grab a stick and you just, it doesn't like she just wants inches. Yeah. Well, I like. Yeah, I want inches. I yeah. want. I want to feel the journey from the beginning to the to where she you're going to end. She wants no up. pressure. She wants to. Know that she took 11 inches without feeling 11 inches. Excuse me, not even, girl. Yeah. Well, I'm just so tight. Uh, <laughs> I feel it regardless. No, girl. This girl likes to get fisted, okay? No, I all don't. Right, so let's get to the topic at hand Hold on. No. To clarify. I'm going to edit all this out. Okay, good. She does not <laughs> like to get fisted. <laughs> if anything, you've been fisted. I have never been you fisted, want, darling. You want stripes on your arm because no. you like to fucking... Did you guys know... Alright, so there's like an unspoken law in the gay society, LGBTQ community, leather kink fetish areas where like people who Pups. have... People who have those <laughs> tattoo rings around their arms, sometimes that represents how deep they've they fisted somebody. Yeah, but how do you... Okay, so how do you gauge, like... But, like, what if you're going to go deeper than that Exactly. You know, you that's what I'm saying, rings. like, if it's your first time. And, yeah. Or maybe that's what it is. It's, like, your first time, and you only get oh. one chance and one chance only. Then, bitch, I've seen people with it up to their shoulder. <laughs> and that's, that's not cute. Oh, my God. Okay, that's not for me. But if there's anyone who is into that or has that tattoo... Would like Slide to, into a city's DMs yeah, let me know what the, to... Let me know what the T is on that salty rim. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's get to the topic of the day. Today, I wanted to talk about beauty. Inner beauty or outer beauty? All the beauties, girl. Uh, so, like, I was listening to TLC on Pretty, you know? Uh-huh. Damn on Pretty. Okay. I'll play, probably play a sound bit there. Um, and I was just thinking, oh my god, beauty, and I'm so, I know for me, like, 
us living in West Hollywood, you know, and a lot of people have this idea. Well, I've had this idea where like West Hollywood's the mecca for six pack abs and shirtless hot white men and yeah. cold parties and in the sun in LA and like that's very it is very true and very real. Yeah. Um and you know, I've had my experiences being you know, I grew up a chubby fat kid and now being thrown into this community like I'm you know I don't fit in. I don't uh-huh. blah, blah, And, like, all, every day is a constant struggle and a constant battle. Like, am I going to eat this carb or am I not going to die? You know what I mean? <laughs> that one carb. The one carb. No, literally for me, because I do, I do the keto diet, which is no carbs, no sugar. So, like, having that one carb determines what one carb determines if I'm going to continue on my diet or if I'm going to break it. Uh, and it's such a, like... You could just watch his titties inner struggle. It's when so there's a sc- real. <laughs> when there's a carb in front of her, <sighs> she's like, "Should I? Should I not?" Here's the thing about the keto diet: it's not like a long term lifestyle. You know what I mean? It's like people who talk about crash diets, and I I don't know what crash diet particularly means, but I assume that yeah. Well, let's it is look it up. Diet. Okay, let's look up what a crash diet is. How about that? Okay, so Urban Dictionary describes a crash diet as a diet plan that entails foregoing one's usual meal regimen and replacing it with a substantially meeker allowance of nourishment. I think they meant nourishment. Usually such diets last... No, no, nutriment. Oh, nutriment. Okay, I can't read. Usually such diets last a few days to a week and are implemented prior to an upcoming event that the dieter wants to lose weight for. Such practices can be unsafe, especially if done frequently over a longer period of time or without the appropriate intake of water and nutrients. I started a crash diet on Wednesday so I can fit into my prom dress this weekend. Stephanie passed out on the field and had to be taken to a hospital. She's been on a crash diet and was unnourished. Girl, it doesn't sound good. So what's keto? Like, explain okay. to the children. So keto is a low-carb uh, diet. It's no, it's basically no carbs, no sugar. You yeah. can have very, very small doses depending on what you're like... Um, your goal? Uh, no, depending on what, based on everyone's body type, you get you do like a little calculator. It tells you how many carbs, proteins, and you know fat you can have. Oh, work! And based on that, you can fulfill your carb load in that. Mm. It's all about carb loads. You know oh, you mean? love a good load, honey. Hello, especially good carb loading. We just had Domino's, and like this is supposed to be my last carb load before I start my keto diet tomorrow <laughs> because she's on a crash diet. But it doesn't sound healthy, honey. No, a crash diet normally isn't. It's like just it's just a quick, fast, easy way to get you there. But but I think the problem with crash diets is that you gain it all back once you break the diet, or you don't ease into like a healthier lifestyle of eating after the diet. Mm. Like when I do keto, I can lose up. To to 30 pounds but I can gain it all back within two weeks after that Ugh. you know what I mean that sounds terrible but it is a really fast way to lose weight for me and it's a very effective one and I know for me once I lose the weight and I'm out of place like it can it, it can inspire me to like work harder and mm-hmm. eat better once I'm off that diet so like if I'm eating no carbs no sugar and I do that for like say a month and then I lose 30 pounds mm-hmm. what I would do next is weed into eating carbs again but healthy so like yeah. brown rice quinoa sweet potatoes mm. not what I usually do which is Domino's potato chips Pringles all the things you yeah. know what I mean uh-huh. and um it's been like a and I'm not horrible right now. I'm telling you, like, December, Christmas time was the worst I ever uh-huh, felt. Uh-huh. I was huge, girl. And then I've been doing good. I'll have, like, two weeks where I'm good and then a week off. And then a week where I'm good and then a week off. But it's, like, progress, not perfection. Yeah. You know, which, which is a place I had to come to. Yeah. In terms with. At least on my outers. Because I always came, I was always under the impression that, like, my insides have always worked on, right? So, like, I'm super, like... 
um, innate with myself and uh-huh. aware that like my insides are beautiful and I get that, but my outsides need to like catch up to my insides. Yeah. That's always my, I've been my little thing. Yeah. Like I just want my outsides to match my insides and everyone will know how beautiful I am. Yeah. But I feel like, I mean, like for, for example, me, right? Like I work out and I, you know, and then that's new because I, when I, before I came into sobriety, I was a lot heavier mm-hmm. than I am today. And so I lost a lot of weight. Which is interesting because usually when people do drugs, like, they're skinny. Because drugs can make you super skinny. Like, I was, like, 120 pounds when I got sober because of all the crystal meth I used to do. But I liked all my downers. Ah. So I liked to just veg out. Like, not marijuana, but, like, alcohol. And, like, alcohol is, like, a big carb. Mm. There's a lot of sugar in alcohol. And so, and it bloats you because you, like, retain a lot of, um... Water. Sodium and Um, water. And so, it's just a whole thing. Mm -hmm. And and then, when I wasn't drinking, like, let's say when I stopped drinking, I started to eat a lot more. Mm -hmm. Because I was replacing all of that sugar Uh and all those carbs. And and my body was like, where... Where is it at? Where is it at? Give it to me. Yeah. yeah. So, I was was bigger. Uh And, And then I lost it. And, and, you know, and, I, and I've been pretty good, but, like, and I also work on my insides. And I also feel like, okay, well, maybe my outsides don't match my insides. But at the same time, like, if I'm working on my insides and I learn to, like, just accept that, then my outsides shouldn't matter, yeah. right? And I feel like, for mm-hmm. me, personally, the reason why my I feel like my insides don't match my outsides is because my outsides it's what people see mm. and it's what society around me is telling me what's wrong because nobody can see my insides yeah so I can be like well my insides look good but then I'm like but what are people seeing yeah commercial like commercials you know? and Instagram aren't exactly. like trying to sell you stuff for your insides <clears throat> they're yeah. like selling you makeup and hair exactly. products and exactly. clothes and nutrition to things yeah yeah mm-hmm. things that like are gonna f- quick fix like mm-hmm. like a crash diet yeah you know it's gonna be that quick fix but then i'm left with the idea of like you know maybe i don't know may, maybe i do I'm, i need more work on my inside mm-hmm. i don't know is that like i get i get where you're coming from because it's like i've had moments too where i like i i do work work on myself where I'm content enough with myself that the outsides are no longer defining how I feel inside. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it is. It's like yeah, yeah, for yeah, so yeah. long, I allow the outside to define how I feel inside. But when I do the work to define who I truly am inside, then the outside, it's not, I'm Jason. That was weird. It's like, there was like something that took out the sound and then it went, girl, a ghost. Girl, is there a ghost in here? Look, maybe. Have you had weird ghosted things in here? I have, I have like, felt presence at times. I were never filming here again, bitch. Why? I can't with that. No, it's fine. I don't fuck. friendly ghosts. I don't fuck with we the did, spirits. I cleaned, I cleaned this, like, thing. Maybe you should we can do an episode. so proud. Hmm? Okay, our next episode is going to be about ghosts and spirits. How about that? Yeah. I'm down. Okay. Let's do it. Can we get the Hollywood medium to join in? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So we had a weird technical difficulty for some unknown spiritual reason. I don't know. 
So it's because um, the ghost was telling you, bitch, you're in, in spiritually unfit, girl. No, girl, that's not what it was saying. We have good energy here. We just had a good like meditation moment. Like, there's good energy in the space. I okay, feel like. okay. So we're trusting. But I do feel scared sometimes when I'm here by myself. I get scared in here. Like when you left to go let them out downstairs <laughs> and told me to open the garage. I didn't want to go into your room. I was scared. And then you have that weird light in there. Yeah. Um, anyways. Okay. Okay. So going back to what we were talking about. Yeah. Um. I remember one time, it was, it was actually when I had six months sober, it was like one of the deep revolutionary moments for me. I think I may have talked about it once, but I was at the beach in Hawaii. And you like, have, you've talked have about where, that. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. in that moment, my body wasn't going to change. So I had to accept it for where it was at yeah. and know that like, that's not defining who I am. Yeah. So, um, but question for you. Mm-hmm. So as a drag queen, right. Mm-hmm. And as, and we've touched about the, about this in the past but I feel like now we can dive in a little bit deeper okay we know how you like to go in deeper bitch I love fucking skinny ass dick I'm all about the the dick I'm all about the depth (laughs) okay Uh, so when you first started doing drag right and like your makeup skills and all of that like were less than where they are at today Mm -hmm. so what have you noticed as far as the outward um Perception, of, perception of you as a drag queen and then on the inside on how you feel about it. Oh, mm. I love this. Mm. This is good. Well, I will say like, I know for me, I judge a bitch based off their makeup uh-huh. first thing, first and foremost, what uh-huh. their makeup is and what they're wearing. When it comes to drag queens, when it comes to drag queens, I look yeah, yeah. at them and I'm like, let's see. And you know, what catches my eyes if they're pretty mm-hmm. and usually if they're not a pretty queen, like they're, oh, there's a lot of like weird drag queens in LA too, where they like to do weird stuff. Uh-huh. Like they're creepy and out, out of the box, which I love too. So when I see makeup that's like that, I'm like, oh cool. So there's two different kinds. There's like, are you a glamour queen? Like are you a pretty fishy queen mm-hmm. or are you like a weird out of the box queen? No, nah, let's not use weird. Alternative queen. Alternative. Okay, that's great. I love that. Yeah. Alternative. Just not the norm, you know? And yeah. they're, they're fierce. I love their makeup because yeah. it takes some makeup skill. Shout out to, um, is it Vander Odd? Is that her name? Uh, Vander Von Odd. Oh, I love her. Yeah, she's like an example she's of creepy. Sickening. But even like Famine. Like Famine sickening. is a creepy queen too and her makeup. Why did everything. you just get... Don't do those eyes. What? Those eyes you do when you get scared creep me the fuck out. Girl, I got scared. The microphone keeps cutting out in strange ways. But it's only on my ear. It's not... It's still recording, but it's not... I'm going to cut that out. We'll cut that out. So yeah, shout out to Famine, shout out to, you know, Loris Queen, like, Loris, you know, Loris is she's, so it's good. like, there's a makeup artistry and artistry to like her makeup is gorgeous. And I love that. And I don't fancy myself a makeup artist, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like everything I've done, I've had to self teach myself and like learn off YouTube. So like, it's been a journey to get pretty. Mm-hmm. And even to this day, like I'll look at pictures of myself and I'm like, there's things I can change, even though it's a pretty picture. But then I look at pictures from a couple years ago and she's not so pretty. But I will say when I'm, when I show up, and I know that I'm painted for the gods and I look good it makes me feel good inside uh-huh. you know where before it's like if I know I didn't do a good job I'm like oh my god someone's gonna notice my wonky lash I have this inse- <laughs> <laughs> I walk around with this insecurity like it's just like a normal person like with my man boobs when I'm walking around and if I'm wearing a shirt that you can see my man chi chi like hanging out I don't feel comfortable and I'm self conscious or it's like when you have a pimple yeah when you go out and you have a pimple on your face and you're I and have like, a pimple on my face is that what you're bringing it up yeah but it just, you just uh, you know, let me just pop it let me just pop it no no oh, come on okay uh, I, I'm just kidding I hate when people do that to me I'm like let me have my own satisfying pimple poppy moment when I get home alone okay <laughs> don't take away my gift of life <laughs> you know people like want to pop your pimples yeah I'm okay with that I don't like that 
Oh, it makes me want to You just up. have to be the right person. Only my mom's allowed to do that with me. Oh my god. I'm like, mom, I have a blackhead for you. Ew. She loves it. It's like okay. Her, it's like her baby. Anyway, so like, so yeah, it's like, when, it's like when you walk around and you have a pimple and have you ever done that thing where you're like, oh my god, I know I have a pimple on my face. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like you want to call and it out. And nobody's like, even, no one like even the noticed smallest it. thing. Yes. No one can even see it. But you need to call it out yeah, before yeah, someone yeah, yeah. notices it because if someone notices it before you call it out, then it's like, fuck, they know. I do that with my nails. People will be like, you have such pretty nails. And I'm like, yeah, except this one right oh, here. Oh, yeah. You're like so quick to point out yeah. the flaw in it. You know what I yeah. mean? So, like, it's kind of that idea when, with my makeup. So, if there's something wrong with it, like, I think that I know I'm not that good. Like, yeah, I lose some of my confidence. But then there's times where it's just like, no, fuck it. Like, just fucking drag. Like, I'd like to see you try. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Well, so, so my question is, okay, so, like, when before, you know, when your skills weren't where they're mm-hmm. at today, mm-hmm. um, and you would go out and you would feel like, oh, my God, I beat my face. Yeah. But now you look back at it and you're like, oh, Ooh, maybe girl. not so much. Yeah. But, like, so then, like, how, how is, does that play into, like, our perception, right? Because, like, mm-hmm. I could think, like, and I'll, and I'll be true T. When I walked into um, sobriety and I was 220 pounds, girl, I'm telling you, I felt a lot more like it, like a fucking bad bitch. Like, I felt so pretty. And, like, <laughs> looking back, like, I'm like, girl, she was rough. <laughs> you know, and now I'm like, okay, well, maybe, you know, it's just like, I feel like I have a different awareness and an, also a different perception. It's about we're always going to be changing. Mm-hmm. You know, and so where, where I'm at today and what I look at and see and my idea of pretty mm-hmm. and my idea of on the my insides being you know in check and then my outsides what they look like it's always forever the rest of my life i feel it's going to be evolving mhm always you know and yeah. and so i don't i don't think and 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 if i accept that and if i know that and if i have that information then it really doesn't fucking matter yeah. what i look like on the outside and what really my insides look like because I could always be like, well, you know what? As long as I'm striving to be better, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, as long mm-hmm. as I'm striving, that's where the work is. That's where I need to yeah. like live in. Yeah. And so like sometimes I will look, well, okay. I'll tell you a story. I think I, did I tell the story about when my dad called me a poser? Yes. So it's kind of like that idea. Where it's like, I know, I'm like, I already told all my stories in the first podcast. So <laughs> she now really I really did. I have nothing else to share. <laughs> She's like, today I pooped. So- <laughs> and I'm like, wow! That's new news. Girl, you're getting loud. You're getting That's loud. That's a ghost, girl. It's not me. Shut up. <laughs> so like, uh, so I had this thing, right, like where I want to judge off the bat. So if I could see someone and they're dressed in some sort of way and I'm like, bitch, ew. But I have to stop and think. Like, even though it may not be beautiful to me, like, they chose, they took the effort to wear what they're, to put on what they're wearing, and that's beautiful within itself. So there's, and it kind of goes back to, like, that old-fashioned corny thing where, like, there's beauty in everything. There is. It really is. Regardless of how we want to look at it, like, we can choose to look at it as beautiful. Yeah. Because everything, you know, and if we want to get deeper, like, everything in this universe, like, someone, something inspires someone to make something and for that, that's beautiful. So whatever yeah. that thing is, there's beauty in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it, yeah, and it's, it, like, I love the the saying, like, um, everyone's unoriginally original. Mm-hmm. Or I don't even know, I might have been making that up, but, like, no one's original, but not in the sense where 
like no one has their individuality. Individuality is different, but like every but everything is a recreation of something else. Yeah. Like humans have been around forever, girl. Like yeah. the the like the, longer than two thousand and hundred nineteen. Exactly. Right? Did I yeah, I don't know. But if, it's very grandiose of me to think like Oh my god, I'm like the fashion trend starter. And I'll say that sometimes, but like I know in the back of my head that I didn't come up with it. Huh. Like I'm sure I saw somebody or yeah. somewhere. Or and especially like, with drag queens, there's a lot of drag that is very unoriginal. Like it's always inspired by some fat like fashion designer who made something on the runway years ago or exactly. some old school yep. TV show. You know what I mean? Like or now are- drag race because it's been around forever. It's yeah. like like, you know, the new I, season, I'm like, oh, that's, talking, that's an Aquarius look. I was talking like, with Mr. Cheyenne Jackson, you know, a ju- the, one of the guest judges on RuPaul's oh, Drag Race. Yes, he it comes is. into my job and he was, we were talking about this season of Drag Race and he was saying how, like, a lot of the queens feel very unoriginal because there's no more, like, true characters anymore. People are so aware of themselves that they're coming to the show already knowing you know, already produced, already knowing the lingo or just recreating lingo. Unlike past seasons where Laganja was such an original character at the time, Bianca was so original. And like these big characters that we loved from Drag Race in the earlier seasons, you know, they, they were just them. There was no self-produced. There was no reality. Show. It was just like, they just came in that way. Mm. Nowadays it's as if, or even if they were produced, it mm. was the first time seeing it. Correct. So, like, it was new and exciting and fun. Yeah. Now it's like, okay, we've seen Like, you, everyone girl. knows the yes queen, yes, yeah. let's get sickening, um, yeah. um, tongue pops, all yeah, these yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. And everyone does it. And it's like, okay, we, we we know that already. What else? Well, that's what, why we get Vanjie. What are you going to bring to the table? It's Vanjie. Yeah, but as we're watching the season, it looks like that's all she's got. No. It's her personality. She's got, no, she's got more. You're just being hateful queen right now. No, I don't okay. mean to be hateful. Well, so, but it's just okay, an observation, so, you know? So back to, like beauty on the inside right mm-hmm. yeah that's a good segue into like gossip is like a form of not being right on the inside like can you elaborate um, on that yeah like so like if if i you know like it has nothing to do with the way my body looks but like if i look at somebody else and i'm like well look at her fashion it's not it's not on point. You mean you like know? character assassinating? Character assassinating, you mm. know, and and that's me judging someone else's beauty mm. with with using my inside as as the weapon. Mm. You know? Like is that making any sense? Yeah, I think so. But like why are you doing that? Well, because I'm because I'm not feeling right on the inside. Ah, I see what you mean. So because you're not feeling right on the inside, it, you think it gives you. I need to. I need to break someone else down. Ah, uh-huh. I need to make uh-huh. someone else like. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like we experience that all the time being on Instagram. You know, like yeah. for me, or like, walking around in West Hollywood, or walking around. But even, like for people who don't live in West Hollywood, like being on Instagram, you'll yeah. see uh, these half naked boys, and you want to be like fucking queen. Like, can you put your ass exactly, away? Exactly. Is that all you have to offer? And then to top it off with the cherry is like, oh, they have an inspirational quote underneath. Like, yeah. bitch, get the fuck out of here. How? How? You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's that same idea. But it's like, I get it. But also I get the other hand too, you know? Like I get the act of wanting to post that and putting inspirational quote and all that stuff. But then I also get the the like, what the fuck, bitch? Like get out of here with this nonsense. Yeah, but like again, like But it's, then I'm still following them and I'm still liking it. You're still liking it. I can it. look at someone and I can be like, fucking queen, but I'm there double tapping. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. 
But and then then in that shows like you know like I could think like oh I'm so ni- I'm so good on the inside but in reality like there's work to be done there reality? you know in reality 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 yeah I in reality reality like there's more work to be done and I think that that's like what I'm getting to more and more close to it's like I've I keep having these ideas of what something needs to look like and it's I keep wanting and seeking for more just um more experience more awareness more education on 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 and on everything and anything like you know wanting to ask more people like what their experience is on why do you like this why don't you like this let me tell you why i like this and why i don't how it makes me feel how does it make you feel you know and and just having those conversations like you know, inner beauty, outer beauty, and, like, what does it mean to, you know, because what it means to me is going to be completely different than what it means to someone living in fucking China. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and and, and, and some think, of it has to do with the society. Exactly, yeah. I think it's very societal-based with how, no. what what's okay and what's not okay in terms to beauty, you know? Mm-hmm. And you hear about it all the time, like, little girls, like, magazines and commercials and movies are telling little girls they have to look like this like a thin like a stick you know mm-hmm. whatever the you know more white whatever it is mm-hmm. like it's uh it's a lot of like hollywood and society pushing that on people but it's like i think we're becoming more aware as a society um and hopefully as a country with all the shit going down that like you know we don't have to live up to the things people are feeding us and we get to create for ourselves what it is mm-hmm. and, um, I think that's also a scary journey that I've been on, especially doing drag. Like, I don't know anything about that. Fa- I didn't know anything about fashion. Your Armando is actually a big, you know, turning point for me in learning about style and fashion because I have no fashion sense. And you can't be a drag queen without fashion sense. Like, it doesn't make sense. So I've had to, like, learn. I've had to ask questions. And I've had to do my research. Like, I'm on youtube looking at runway shows and i'm looking at vogue and i'm trying to find out what's the latest trend and all these things like mm-hmm. i have to teach myself like what what is beauty to me based off what i'm you know what has been set before me and mm-hmm. like getting to experience and journey through that it's been exciting but it's a little scary because like i've had times where i'm like i may think this is beautiful but then i'll go out and then it's just like oh no, <laughs> no. What is that? Yeah, but we all have those moments. One time I fucking did my makeup and then I looked at a picture and I was pasty, honey. (laughs) I look like a ghost. I look like a ghost that's in this room right now. But it can also be... Stop with the ghost in the room. (laughs) It can also be the lighting from the photo, but like... I remember that one time I was wearing those jeans and you're like, no, roll them up like this. And I went out with these rolled up jeans and I couldn't stand it. But Armando yeah. was like, no, it's fashion. Just trust me. It looks good. And I went out and then I came back home and I was like, yeah, it felt good because people like the rolled up jeans. But I was so anti. I did yeah. not want to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but then that's another thing, you know, with fa- like with fashion or again, like with beauty, like as long as you're comfortable with it. Yeah, like, that's something that's that Armando thing. taught me was like. Being comfortable in what you're wearing, like, that's very important. It's it's the most important. It's, like, the number one thing he always says. So whenever I go a show Armando, I'm like, how does this look? He's like, are you comfortable? And I'm yeah. like, no. Then go change. Yeah. Yeah, and it's always, like, that was one of the things Armando taught me that I, I always think of when I go to get dressed or when I decide to put something on. Yeah, and then, and, you know, it's... it's a, And sometimes I walk out feeling uncomfortable and then it shows. And then that's mm. the thing. It's, like, how you were talking about... 
you know, walking out and half of your titty is falling out of your shirt. Like, it's like you walk out in <laughs> fashion and you're not comfortable and it shows, mm-hmm. you know, and it's so one has always have to be comfortable. But anyway, like to get back a little bit back on topic, it's like, you know, we come before, before sobriety, before, you know, um, I had all of these ideas, you know, of, of what, of what fashion was for me and what it looked like. And also the time that I was in, you know, like that was over five years ago. So much has changed, you know, things that like the fanny pack is back, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that. So anyway, and to tie it all together, it's like, again, like inner beauty and outer beauty is going to keep shifting. Mm-hmm. And the idea of what is is beautiful on the outside is going to shift. Of what's, you know, spiritually fit will change for me. It's it's going to change for other people. And I, and I think that you know, um, because of 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 the bubble we're in, of like of being in recovery rooms, you know, uh, our our gauge of of how we. Um, What is it called? Compare ourselves to others is different than people who are going out every night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, because they, they have different experiences with people that they see every night being out. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, like, for example, for me, like, wearing a mesh shirt out to the club is not necessarily something I want to do. You know, but it's mesh is very much prominent everywhere we go out outside. You know, I'll put on a mesh shirt every once in a while. Yeah, true. But again, my, my idea is totally different. And so I think that that translates to everything that I am and what, what I do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Beautiful. Like, I'm sure if you were a drag queen in Ohio, your fashion sense and your idea of what drag is would be completely different. Yeah. Than if you, you know, because we live in West Hollywood. But mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? I don't get your question. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you were, if Estities was in Texas right now, yeah. and she didn't live in West Hollywood, like, yeah. what do you, where do you think my fashion, my beauty, my sense of beauty would Or lie? your drag would be, like. Well, I also th- think it depends on, I, I mean, I think that's a different conversation from the topic because. If I were in, a, I think it's based off the community. Like if I was more involved in my, a drag community that's more prominent over there, where I feel like Texas is really known for their pageant scene and they're mm-hmm. they have a lot of big pageant girls. Like I would be engulfed in that scene, and then it would depend on if I would choose to be a part of that or not. Yeah. Because then my drag would be elevated to another extent, to like pageant ex- yeah. extent. You know what I mean? And I know the lingo, and I know I'd be in that world. Where out here, the community is very small and like segregated and separated and it's very you know but i'm sure that it's very separated and segregated in texas in a different way because like you know i i think again and i don't do drag but i just see like in pageants Mm -hmm. like the bigger the hair the bigger the dress the better Mm -hmm. you you are Mm -hmm. you know and in here in west hollywood it's like the smaller the dress, the more body you show, the yeah. longer hair you have, yeah. like it's the better, you know, you get received or whatever. And, and so, so again, it, it goes back to what society thinks as like, what is, mm-hmm. a, you know, pretty or yeah. what is, 
interesting and what's cool. Yeah, but yeah, I think it goes back to like owning your own sense of self. Like if you have a good enough sense of who you're, who you are and you're allowed to express that on the outside as well, then nothing else matters. No one's opinions matter. And I feel the best example of that is Lady Gaga. Like when she first came on the scene, she was wearing the meat dresses and the extravagant moments on the red carpets. And it's just like, it made people talk and it made people notice her. And Mm -hmm. it was like, people saw that as beautiful. People saw it as ugly. And like, it all comes down to your own definition of what beauty is to you. And And I think too, it's like, are you open enough to see the beauty in something regardless of your first instinct? Yeah. You know? Or regardless of what your insights tell you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it goes along with drag, too. Like, I see some drag queens, and I'm like, why the fuck does she exist? <laughs> like, why is she doing drag? OMG. But it's like, hey, there's something beautiful about that, you know? And yeah. I, I can find beauty in any situation. There's beauty, I mean, in a bigger scale, too. There's beauty in any situation. Like, we were heard on last week was like there's beauty in everything Mm -hmm. you know and i think god like uh, you know a higher power god whatever you believe in can be translated into beauty as well like there's god in everything there's beauty in everything if you choose to look at it yeah i i completely 100 percent agree so you know it's like less judgment inside and outside Mm -hmm. and more accepting and more love and i feel like the less i judge myself on the inside and less i'm judging myself on the outside the less i judge people around me yeah because when i'm being hateful towards myself is when i'm usually hateful to people on the outside where i'm like do you see what she's wearing oh girl but it's usually because i'm uncomfortable and i want to like pinpoint these ugly things out to like take away from what i'm lacking in my life yeah you know but when i'm centered and i'm right then I'm right with others. Yeah. And it's, is that what we've come c- concluded? Yeah. So more beauty? love and tolerance with your, with myself and with others. Mm. And that'll be like, yeah, a good way to judge my inner and outer beauty. Yeah. As if I'm being loving and tolerant towards my inside. Friend. What? That's beautiful. Oh, thanks, friend. Right, You're Gorgina. Oh my God, thank you, Gorgina. <laughs> Were you gonna say now? Say something nice about me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was ready for it. I feel some influence. Influence? Yeah. That's for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> like so sleepy. We're gonna influence, have to super, yeah. super edit this. Super edit. Okay. Ready. <clears throat> All right, well, so for all y'all out there, stay beautiful on the inside and the outside. And the outside, because you are beautiful on the inside and the outside, exactly where you're at. I had a question. So when when we say leave questions and comments below, where do they do that? I don't know. Because I feel like we say it on every episode, but I don't know where they can exactly do that. Well, slide into the DM. Right, the slide, yeah, slide into our DMs on Instagram. Where can they find you on you, Instagram? You can find me at S Titties. That's E S Titties on Instagram. And you can find me at, at Mondo, M A N D O H. And let us know what you think, love, hate, all slide the Slide into the DM. Yeah, send us a dick pic. If you're <laughs> send us Titties dick pic. If you're over the age of 18, send them to me. Um, <laughs> And yeah, so all right. Well, until next time, you guys. This has been an episode. Oh, do you want to? Until okay. And so until (laughs) next time, you guys. Until next time, guys. Is that what you're gonna say? No, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Alrighty. So until (laughs) next time. This this has been an episode. (laughs) (laughs) How about so until next time? This has been an episode of the Salty Rip. Okay. All All right.
Until next time, this has been an episode of The, the Salty Rim. <laughs>